0: 14 podcast the boys are back the big three is back we're firing on all cylinders as the kids say the toronto blue jays got a little bit better today ross atkins is cooking in the kitchen jr what's up man how's uh how's la doing how's la doing treating you
1: la's doing good like like always it's uh it's going well here and i was happy that that apple tv game and they're on again on apple right twice wednesday? two games yeah.
0: in, in uh august so, uh so the cubs game on the friday which is the 11th and then the other game we don't have to worry about avery because we'll be in cincinnati with like alto and curtis but the friday game for that is also on apple so i think the- there's a wednesday
1: game coming up against the orioles
0: unless it was... i don't th- i thought the apple games were only friday interesting yeah but mm. uh, yeah, they were on the cock today. Um, Avery, what's up, brother? How are you doing? How was your how was the quality, man? Good. I, cottage Avery, nature Avery.
2: Yeah, I got burnt real good. Uh, sun. You can still get sunburned when the sun's not out. I learned that this weekend.
0: That, uh, how does that make sense?
2: Great question.
0: I I also didn't. The think UV that. rays are out there, man. Yeah, Jr. That's why I'm out on nature. I will never. I've made this very clear on the podcast. I fucking hate nature. I hate it. I despise it. It makes me sick. I hate nature so much. We, uh, I will never be an outdoors guy. That's just what, that's where I'm at with it. That's where so I was with
2: just it's like my parents were there and it was just me. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get wasted, like by myself. Mm-hmm. No Evan? Uh, like, no Evan? No, Ev was he's working um this weekend. But so I just brought 12 PBRs down to the dock. Um, was in the water the whole time with just like my head out of the water. Just the reflection off the water just got me burnt immediately. We had a nice little floating little floating island there, too. Uh, fell asleep in it as well. So it was just one of those times just drinking all the beers and listening to the Jays and uh, obviously watching some of that as well. But being on the water, man, there's nothing like it.
0: Uh, I, I, There's a lot like it. You, uh,
2: you're not a water guy?
0: I'm not a water guy. I'm not a nature guy. That's just like I'm Johnny oh. Toronto. That that's who I am through and you're through. Your club, your club. I'm not strippers. a club. No, I hate clubs. I hate clubs. I'm a bar guy. I hate yeah.
2: clubs. But you like club. Music. You, you and I are the same. Like, yeah, club... we like
0: club music, but we hate we hate clubs. Yes, which, club which music is like the,
2: at um... the bar is perfect.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So,
2: uh, no, I think I think Johnny Muskoka would go nuts too because I'm like Avery Muskoka, Avery up north. I fucking love Northern Ontario. Yeah, it I rocks.
0: guess. I guess. And 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 if you're watching this. Uh, If you're listening to the audio and watching on YouTube, everyone ignore how good I look right now. It's the (laughs) first episode you've ever done where I've had my hair. I I mean, I just I just showered. And another announcement: I've said this a lot of times on the streams. I'm turning into a chain guy. So I found this literal gold chain (laughs) in my drawer. Like this is a real gold because I'm Italian, obviously. So when you're Italian, your grandparents think like gold is like just the Bitcoin of just their generation. So I just have a shit ton of. I probably shouldn't be saying this. I have a shit ton of gold in this house. So I just went through the drawer, like all the fucking whatever, the the caskets or whatever they're called. Um, and Wait, you went I, through their caskets. No, sorry, not the caskets. What's those things called that hold the, the hold the, the like uh, you put the necklaces and chains in it, whatever. Like a jewelry box. Th- yeah, jewelry box. Sorry. And I just took out off like all the religious pendants on all of them. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing. Maybe it's bad juju for me. And I just found this one. I am a chain guy now. Let me make that clear. I am a chain guy. This is all gold. This is like, if I get, if someone chain snatches me at a Jays game, <laughs> you're going to be living the dream, but I am now officially a chain guy. I want to make that clear. Johnny Toronto has turned into Johnny chain guy. So I'm just dialed in on that. I said, I'd become one on the fall. I said I, on multiple live streams. I said that, but let's go into the weekend. Let's well, also, go the we weekend. have,
2: we have a new intro song.
0: The, oh, by okay. If, yeah. Another you, thing. If you, you guys just heard it. It, yeah, you just heard the intro song. You're probably wondering what's going on here. Are they going? Are they going corp on us? What's the deal here? No, 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 no. no. Our guy Mike, uh DN me He's like, I, I Gate 14 needs a theme song, and I said, <laughs> go at it, King. It, it's well okay. Sure, on Twitter, he's a good Edmonton boy, good Alberta boy. He said, um, I, you, you guys need a theme song, and I'm not going to sleep <laughs> until I get this done for you guys. So he's not going to jack off. He said, yeah, he said he's not going to jack off until <laughs> it's done. Uh so he just he chopped it up, made it, and I think it's fucking electric. I think it's incredible. It really is incredible. I um,
2: I just laugh. I was so happy to listen to it for the first time too. So so good. So thank you to Mike.
0: Thank you to Mike. Appreciate that, Mike. But let's go into the weekend, boys. The Luplo picture heard around the world.
2: Mm-hmm. And the crisp acid interaction and the Christmas and your Instagram problems. there's three things Yeah, I re- there's three things, yeah, but I don't a- see it's awesome because I don't like talk to you that much on the weekends when you go out on your own Johnny Toronto. Yeah. and it is awesome just catching up as to what what you <laughs> you've been through
0: <laughs> all right. so first, I guess I guess we'll go in chronological order, okay? So before on Friday night, I was originally supposed to go with Luplo um because he I, uh because he knew he wasn't playing on saturday and he was like nah man i can't do this whatever like i i don't want to really do anything tonight like we'll go out tomorrow i said all right come back to my condo obviously not my condo hand up it's alto in curtis's condo loop well, the cat's out of the bag he, he he figured that out a little bit later when i told him um but anyways <laughs> so saturday i text Ohapi because oh sent me a uh he t- oh logan hoppy the catcher for the angels he sent mm-hmm. me a picture of the roger center and he was like the house that johnny built and I was like, you let me know when you want to go out for dinner or we'll get a picture post-game. Like, whatever, whatever's easier for you, Ohopi. Um, So he's like, all right, come on to the field. So me, Randa, and uh, obviously Alto, who's now, like, just might as well just be the fourth Mike on this <laughs> podcast. Everyone just talks about him now in our comment section. So Alto, we go to the field. We're just shooting the shit with O'Hopi, talking about, like, how crazy it is playing with Otani, like, how O'Hopi's like, shoulders being and all that type of stuff. Like, just the fact that I've known O'Hopi since he was playing low A. So... I look across the field and I see Chris Bassett, by the way, and I hope I might clip this tomorrow. Chris, why are you wearing a toque? He was wearing a beanie, like a, a beanie on the field, like a winter beanie. And I was looking, I'm like, what are you doing, dude? I was, I said, that to, I said, it's all. I was like, why is he wearing that on the field? It's like 40 degrees outside and the domes open. So anyways, I'm talking to Hoppy. I, in the middle of a conversation, I just don't listen to what he's saying. I I, I look at Bassett and I go Bassett. He looks at me. He's like, who the fuck is this? Like double text, like big leagues, me, whatever. And then I go Bassett. And then he starts walking closer, sees me. And he goes like this and gives me just a salute. Like (laughs) he gives me a veteran salute. And then, um, so I was like, and then I did the same thing to Jano and Jano just waved at me. Obviously he's seen me in person before, so he knows, um, so I DM Bassett after there's a little bit of liquid courage. So I DM Bassett after the interaction of me seeing Bassett, I'll hand up, I had a couple of beers in my system when I did this <laughs> shout out to one of the listeners that bought me a beer, by the way. Um, and I go, be honest. Do I look shorter in person? And this guy's response was the meanest thing I've ever read in my, it was just the most, I didn't think he would actually answer this. Cause he takes a pretty long time to answer DMS. You look shorter in person. Sorry, I didn't come say hi. I didn't know who you were talking to. I didn't want to interrupt. So anyways, I tweet it. I tweet, Chris Bassett just said I look short in person. I might never recover. And then he responds with this gif of this dwarf walking up a ladder, slapping a tall guy, <laughs> and just body bags the shit out of he me on Twitter. He loves gifts. I couldn't <laughs> yeah, believe it. Let me be clear here. I didn't think it was him that did this. So I was in Alto's apartment. And I'm looking at him, I'm just whatever, like I just saw a response because he had like a lot of responses, that tweet. And I'm looking, I'm like, is that Chris fucking Bassett? That just bought him with a gift? Because he doesn't follow me. So I was mm-hmm. looking at it, I was like, what the fuck? And then this thing is just exploding. Like all the comments are like, get his ass, body bag, <laughs> Johnny body bag, all this type of shit. So yeah, it was a great interaction. And then me and Bassett talked a little bit more in the DMs. We're going to be golfing with him August 26th, I think you said, Avery. Between August 25th and August 30th, he said he wants to golf with us so mark that off your fucking calendar i'll, I'll be there no matter what <laughs> yeah <laughs> i gotta go to the range or something like that man. i haven't golfed in so long I, I, it'll be a disaster class
2: people forget you and hoppy speaking on facetime when we went to st louis before yeah yeah
0: me, me and hoppy are hoppy are really close that's one of my guys so I, i'm fired up i got a picture with him and stuff like that and i uh, got to see you in person is he, he, he is, gonna be
2: back soon too I yeah know.
0: a couple of weeks he's uh he's hitting off of a machine now so he can okay. actually, like, swing the bat. He was but anyways, so good to start this year, too. Yeah, he's in, like, 283, right? he's. I mean, he's hit 283. Um, He's a good catcher, man. I mean, I don't know if he's that good defensively, but he's really good at hitting. Um, And then, anyways, so the the Luplo the picture. Uh, So, Luplo, he was waiting a bit because he's staying at the Marriott at the hotel, right? <laughs> like, where the Rogers Center is. So, Luplo is like, all right, I'm about to be on my way, whatever, yada, yada, yada. We don't go to Alto's room because if Avery knows this, Alto's room just doesn't have AC. It's a fucking sauna in this room. It is a nightmare in this room. I have to sleep in it. It's hell. So we go up to Randa's, which is floor 18, because they both live in the same building with, like, the beautiful uh, back. Like, it has, like, a uh, the view of all of, like, uh, Toronto. It's sick. It's unbelievable. So we go up there, and Lupo, It's like, oh, I'm not fucking playing tomorrow. He's like, obviously, he's not mad, but he's just like, I can't believe I'm not playing tomorrow against a lefty, whatever. So we're just having a couple drinks, all this type of stuff. All the boys come over, and they love Luplo. Like Luplo <laughs> is just buzzing. We're talking. We're talking like about Alto stories. Like Luplo is telling stories about his time, uh, like in the show and all that type of stuff. We're just, we're just buzzing. And Luplo is having a couple drinks. Obviously, he didn't drink. He didn't drink. A, like he maybe had three drinks. But uh, our buddy Jimmy, who's like one of the best dudes ever, was <laughs> just. Like, is. <laughs> he was just saying to Luplo, like, whatever you need, I got you, man. I got you this. He was, he was, he was being a sales guy to Luplo for Cottage Springs. Like he's reading this like the the nutrition info on the cotton springs to Luplo. He's like, one gram of sugar, this is awesome, man. You're gonna love this. You gotta try it. So Luplo's <laughs> like, all right, I'll fucking try it, man. I'll try it. Jared, so you need-
2: you and Jimmy kind of remind me of each other, just how you guys are.
0: He's uh oh, he's an all time human. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best, bro. It's just he gets along with everyone. That's what he is. He's like oh, the yeah. best networker, the best guy on the planet. So anyway, so me and Luplo are just whatever, and it like Luplo's like, let's go watch the Yankee game on the coast, so or whatever. Because I think he knows, I forgot who he knows on that team. So we're sitting on the couch or whatever, and I'm just like, to, uh, I, so my phone broke. So this is another dilemma. My other phone broke, it wouldn't charge, so I had to get it fixed. So I'm using my iPhone XR right now, which is why the snap, like the TikTok quality is terrible. So I'm like, can someone take a picture of me and Luplo on the couch? And, uh, Luplo's like, you wanna use my phone? I'm like, no, 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 we'll use someone else's phone. So we use someone else's phone, and we take the picture, and I'm like, Luplo, you ready to break the internet? I tweet it and my phone just fucking explodes, and I was like five hundred likes, thirty five thousand views on Twitter. And Luplo's like, "I can't believe this shit, man." So, anyways, we go down. So, this is what I'm saying: where Alto lives, and why people don't understand it is like why I love where Alto lives. And I, maybe this is a story that no one gives a fuck about, but it is a legit college residence. There is just rockets everywhere in their twenties. There's just dudes. It's literally a college dorm. So we go down to floor nine, which is where these like rocket ships live. So I take Luplo down there and I drop the most subtle tire pump to Luplo to one of these girls. So these girls are like talking to me or whatever. I know them. They're like the Georgetown girls. I don't. Avery might know a couple of them. And I'm like, oh, this fucking guy has to work tomorrow. He's not drinking, which just sets it up for the greatest question of all time. They're like, oh, what, what do you do for work? And I look at Luplo and he knew what the fuck I was doing. And I was like, should we tell them? And he's like, yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I was like, yeah, he plays for the Blue Jays. And these girls were like, whoa, okay. And then I I was like, I don't though. I don't though. He does. I I don't. He does. Yeah. It was just like, and Lupo was like, man, I love Toronto, dude. Like he saw all these girls there. It was like, it was a pretty decent amount of girls. Obviously he's wifed up. So he can't really obviously say anything or do anything, but he was just like, wow. Like, we're talking Alto stories. I'm telling them all, all these Alto stories and all that type of stuff. And Lupo and Alto hit it off. That's the moral story. And the moral <laughs> of the story is, for the people listening out there, is these major league guys are the most normal fucking dudes on the planet. They are the most normal human beings on the planet. Lupo's telling me stories about, like, on the team plane, the Jays guys just get after it. Like, they just get mangled on the team plane. It's the greatest thing ever. So it was a great night. And then JR, business guy, Oh, that text um, is so fucking. Fun. I was drunk reading that and I was like, what is he talking about? Like, I was like, <laughs> was he wearing JR's a cut like, shirt? <laughs> yeah, JR. Yeah, he was wearing a cut shirt. JR's <laughs> like, is Lupo wearing a cut shirt? <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking know, man. So I turned over to Lupo. I'm like, is it read this message? I was like, are you, is this cuts you're wearing right now? He's like, yeah, man, this is fucking cuts. I was like, all right, answer JR's text. He's going to send you more stuff. I was like, Only JR would notice that in the picture. I just broke the internet with a picture with Luplo at 57 Spadina. And then next thing you know, it's fucking JR's worried about the shirt that Lou Jordan Luplo's wearing. It was just so beautiful. I had to say something. It's great you know? fitting. It was a great I fitting was, shirt. I
1: was pretty bangled, and I just saw that picture, and the first thing that came to mind was that was a cut shirt. Was that the
2: first time you've been out there, Jer?
1: uh yeah i like really got after it there was uh <laughs> what does really get when that r- you really get
2: after that means like puke on your bed type thing yeah
1: this is it was rough i definitely <laughs> oh, right. P- oh <laughs> you, you puked um, no i didn't puke it was just like a fucking it was i mean we went to this place it was sick it was like these 32 it was kind of like it was, you got them in plastic cup beers and they they're just going down nicely it's, it's like i was saying it's like perfect for day spots here like day spots which but then that's like extremely you're dangerous. a brunch guy you give me brunch vibes yeah right i mean i dabble now brunch probably <laughs> oh, a little man, bit more than the usual right <laughs> yeah, um, yeah but but yeah and i've i've actually uh i've locked myself into a montreal bachelor party in two weeks <laughs> Jesus, so, fucking
2: Christ. Didn't, didn't you say that's on your bucket list of places to visit? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he said that on the
0: pod.
1: So for every gate fourteen, they're gonna witness the bucket list, the bucket <laughs> list trap.
2: Yeah, I can't believe you said that out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bro.
0: so funny, bro. But I, I gotta go to the fucking Instagram story because this is fucked, Avery. This is awesome. Dude. So we, so did we, you guys, went... did you guys go out? yeah we went out so we, so our buddy nathan luco is going to be a lawyer in like a new york oh,
2: luco was out there
0: yeah yeah it was it was his going away party by the way there's the ease so we gotta just rent out this bar it, it's this bar and you can rent it out whatever and the minimum you have to spend is two thousand dollars between mm-hmm. everyone that is nothing i do that by my fucking self with that with that crew that i'm with <laughs> on the weekend so it's easiest thing ever we got to do that but anyways So uh, we're, like, we're fucked up. Like, Alto bought me a gyro, or gyro, whatever the fuck you pronounce it. And I just, I pretend I was, I just pretended to eat it. I just, I had, like, three bites. I was, oh, this is awesome, man. I just fucking stuffed it and threw it out. But anyways, (laughs) um, we go back to Alto's house, okay? (laughs) And Jimmy and I, the entire walk, it was like a 45-minute walk, by the way. The entire walk, we're just quoting Blades of Glory. And the part comes up where Chaz Michael Michael says, Troubled Childhood. If you consider a nine-year-old dating a thirty-five-year-old troubled, and then so we just start we just start doing that, and then we walk we go back to Altos we throw it on the screen we just throw that clip on the screen and he says ice devouring sex tornado, and funny guy Johnny thought it'd be hilarious to make that my Instagram uh, bio. I do ice devouring sex tornado gate fourteen pod Michael Altamore intern. That's my bio. <laughs> I put my phone in my pocket. I go to Curtis's room to fall asleep, but I wake up like halfway through the night. I'm looking at my phone and there is no Johnny Junta on Instagram. Like I'm on the gate 14 pod because they won't let me sign the Johnny Junta. I get an email. You have broken community guidelines. You have 24 hours to appeal this or your account is done. I was drunk in the bed. I was like, what the fuck did I do wrong? And then I thought back and I was like, oh, I put the word sex in my Instagram bio. But I don't get how that makes sense. How does that get you suspended? I've seen dicks on Instagram. I've seen tits everywhere on Instagram. <laughs> but I put the word sex in my bio and I am just done. I don't know. Like hopefully by the time you're listening to this, my Instagram's back. I don't know if it will be, but we will see. Just the craziest thing of all time. So if if listen if you're listening out there, do not put the word sex in your Instagram bio or you're <laughs> fucked. Or you're fucking done. I, I'm so scared right now because I was buzzing on Instagram. All the DMs I slid in are just wasted now. That's it. Yeah, who are they?
2: They're gonna go find new men.
0: Yeah. Thank, That's- thanks, uh, Zuck. Thanks, Mark. Mark. Mark Kuckerberg. Um, But anyways, yeah, it was a great weekend. I got a wedding next weekend in Peterborough. That's why I reached out and Avery talked me off the ledge here. Because when I tweeted, "Who lives in Peterborough?" This gate 14. is crazy. <laughs> this is not crazy. So when I tweeted out, "JR, who mm-hmm. lives in Peterborough?" To Gate Fourteen listener, there was a decent amount that tweeted at me. <laughs> and I, the reason why i tweeted that was because i wanted to stay at a listener's house after this wedding i didn't want to no soak, I, I didn't soak uh, a hotel and then looking back on it i was like yeah i probably shouldn't do this um so i just made up something whatever uh but anyways yeah buddy next week peter bro if you have an extra room i will not say no so i don't have to spend 150 on a hotel but that's up to you guys whatever that's up to the listener but anyways avery let's i mean Ross Atkins is cooking. Let's go into baseball talk. That's what we're here for. That's the point of this podcast. What, what what was your instant reaction when you heard the Jordan Hicks news, Avery? The instant reaction that came to mind. I was pumped. There was... I I never got
2: to a point where I was like, who are we giving up? Like, that's just kind of the shot in the arm that we needed. Um, Someone who has the best stuff in the world... And if you can harness that, which they seem to do with our boy Henny here yeah. pretty quickly, um, you got an arm that is legit incredible. Like, how many other people are throwing the ball 104, 105.1 miles an hour? Literally two people in the world have done it, and he's one of them. Um, so Lujay's dad came when he saw the mile per hour there. <laughs> yeah. But um, hey. then I I just know he's, like, kind of a big walk guy. Yeah. Um, but Jordan Romano's out for this time. Jimmy, you throw him on three three straight days, brain dead fucking thing to do. And it bites you in the ass today. But it's another back end arm. This someone tweeted this. I forget who it was. I see everyone's Blue Jays tweets and they all just merge into it. There is more good relievers on this team than bullpen spots, which is an incredible problem to have. Like we're you're going to leave guys who have thrown Big time major league innings this year off the roster. Like Zach point. Pop. Zach Pop well, that'll help when the rosters expand. But Zach Pop's like. been
0: kind of shit though in the minors. I don't know what but happened. He to him.
2: he's like not the right person I'm talking about. So who are you this? talking about? Like who like, are the guys? Like Jay Jackson, Nate Pearson, kind of. Two okay. optional two optionable guys who will find themselves on the outside. Cause I don't think they'll D F A those guys, but like, Chad Green comes back. Oh, it my might God. Be I didn't en- even
0: think about that. It
2: mm-hmm. might be the end. Like, it shouldn't be, but I think he's an optionable piece that he would, like, Jay Jackson would be the one sent down instead of DFAing a guy. I like,
0: think you send down Nate. I think sure, sure. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. you, you have, have be, that yeah. Nate fill-in right but, now.
2: No, but Nate's going to be gone when Ryu's back. No?
0: I didn't even fucking think about that. Holy shit. So, there are Nate, Nate so, Pearson- when have we ever had this problem? That we have too many good yeah. pitchers.
1: Nate Pearson might might get traded.
0: There is a chance Nate Pearson gets
1: traded. They're talking about that a little bit of like he could be used like do we like we don't really need him now. Like in a sense, Jordan like,
0: Hicks is that guy yeah. and he throws harder and has better stuff. Like Yeah. I think it's I think Nate What Pearson, Nate's good for
2: is the multiple innings.
0: Yeah. But you can get that from Jay Jackson though.
2: Yep. You can't.
0: So and you get that from Chad Green, I think too. Like he's been stretched. Yeah, Chad out a little Green bit. is always. Like, well, you know?
2: I don't think you'd bring him back to be a multiple innings again. Well, he, well,
0: Chad Green could go two innings and not bat an eye, though. That's what I'm saying.
2: Sure. Sure. Yeah.
0: Like, um, um I love the move originally, man. I mean, listen, Jordan Hicks is a guy who what we've learned from the Hennessy Cabrera stuff so far was an organization that, one, can't develop pitchers, and, two, doesn't understand pitcher's arsenal. I mean, Henny Cabrera eliminating that third pitch that he had and just going with a two-pitch ar- arsenal that he's been doing, he's fucking insane. <laughs> he's thrown, like, five innings, no runs. He has, like, a 1,000 punches. And, I mean, that Saturday game, bases loaded, one out he came in the game and got out of it. Like, th- yeah. this, he's not throwing these low-leverage, bum-ass innings, you know? So, I'm really excited about Aaron Hicks. Uh, not Aaron. Did I say Aaron Hicks? Jordan Hicks. Sorry. Um, and I'll read you some stats here from our guy, Blue Jays Muse. Um. Aaron Hicks, since May 6th, 28 innings, 28.2. No, Jordan Hicks. I, I keep saying Aaron. Jordan Hicks, since May 6th, 28.2 innings pitched, 22 hits, zero home runs, six earned runs, 1.88 ERA since May 6th. He was really bad in April, right? I'm pretty sure like they were talking about DFA and this guy in April. And um, since yeah, since May 6th, he's been one of the best relievers in baseball. 188 ERA, eight saves, 1.12 WHIP, ten walks, 37 strikeouts. That'll play, Avery. That'll play. So let's go
2: to our friend Griff here as well. He went back to April 15th. Okay, two two five ERA, one nine two FIP. strikeout rate, a strikeout minus walk percentage of 24%, which is good, a ground ball rate, 62.2%, average launch angle of 0 degrees, average exit velocity, 86.2%, a barrel rate of 2.4%, and a hard hit percentage of 34.1%. Wow. This is an elite elite arm. Man, it really is. I can't wait to see him go against the Orioles. you You talk about the velo. Um, talk about the velo being his big selling point. Yeah. But he throws one of the best pitches in all of baseball with his sweeper. Hmm. So, really, um, just like how it, what it returns. Obviously, the expected batting average numbers are okay with it. The run value per hundred sinkers better than his sweeper, but the numbers that have returned on the sweeper are really, really good. Um, he has a point. 097 batting average against on his sweeper this year. A whiff percentage of 58.6%.
0: So does he come in here right now and take over that Jordan Romano role, Avery? Is 100%. That, I think that's what he, like, he's going to like or, this week. He's going to have a save opportunity this week. With uh, the next like, two or three days?
2: So I think it's him. Him, Mesa, Swanson will okay. however way they want to. I don't know if you bring him in, you make him the closer right away. But it's, it's big-time, high-leverage uh, stuff. It's like, And I
0: don't hate that. I don't hate throwing those guys in the mixer like that. I mean, they've done it with Hennessy Cabrera, and it's obviously paid off. So you throw these guys, and you show that you trust them right off the bat, mm-hmm. especially with a new change of scenery. By the way, that Henny Cabrera trade is already a fleece. I mean, they traded a 19-year-old Florida Coastal well, catcher.
2: <laughs> the fact that it's a trade is the way of them not, like, being able to pick him up, pick him up. Right. Like, yeah, it's so saying it's a fleecing, obviously, but we could have gotten him for free if we had to wait and then go through some other stuff as well. But having to trade a body, he's a talented arm. That's the thing. The Cardinals could not fucking develop a pitching prospect (laughs) to save their lives. So they just, I don't know why they're just trading for all these, like, uh, like Sam
0: Roberts or whatever.
2: Sam. Yeah. Yeah. And Klopfenstein, yeah. Training for those guys? They're going to be shit now. Like, they're not. You need to be major league ready to pitch for the Cardinals because they won't fucking do anything. Look at Liberator. He was one of the top arms coming out and all through the minors, really good, gets to the majors, struggles, comes back, adds some velo, struggles again. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals are fucking rat shit. They, oh, pitching. they suck. They, it so, should
0: be a yard sale there. They, so the fact,
2: even... that, the fact that they have... Pitching right in front of their nose and they can't develop it is a disgusting mm-hmm. malpractice and they should be kicked out of baseball for I would be do.
0: genuinely sick though if I was a Cardinals fan because that lineup is insane. Like Aaron Otto, Goldie, Lars Newtbar, Kisner, whatever the fuck his name is. Like they're, they should be good. It's <laughs> well, just, why did you say Kisner? In is there? it Kisner or Knisner? How do you yeah, say Yeah, I don't know
2: you're right whoever it is whoever it he's, is, but... he's rat shit compared to like gorman and some of those oh sorry gorman some... i
0: meant i, I always confuse of those okay, other guys yeah, gorman's good gorman's good but yeah no, i think just... alec
2: burleson's a good player too but exactly
0: I they have tons of guys that could hit which is crazy but yeah it's just their pitching and like their, their pitching development's so bad but no listen I, what, what would you grade the trade because obviously the jays gave up two of their higher level pitching prospects like two
2: guys that So they need. Uh, They both needed to be on the forty man.
0: Yes, or they'd be rule five ready, right? Rule
2: five guys. So it's we're not really moving on from Ton in the starting rotation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because who Kikuchi's here another year, or is he? Yeah, one more year. Okay, so he's still there. Um, Ryu gone. Yeah, Ryu gone. Okay, so not really anyone's leaving, and then you think the automatic next guy is ricky starting the year next year right yes yeah so that's kind of replaced they don't see those guys up um they want to protect other people in the rule five draft it's kind of just getting those guys away from the team like earlier than that so for me it's doing some roster movement that was going to happen even after the season and yeah. you pick up an immediate need with romano going down
0: yep i love the move i really do love on it
2: B plus. B almost plus. It, almost into A tier.
1: Okay. What about you, Jared? What are you ranking at? I like it as an A minus. I think I think we could I think we might make a run even at, you know, if he really likes it, we go on a little bit of a run. You just can't really you know, you can't teach one oh four, you know. That's just yep. like I think there's a we, we're in the driver's seat to resign him. I think it, it just opens a lot of doors of you know, someone that I mean, it's what we needed. It's what we said before the year. We had no one with some juice, and this guy's got the juice. So wait until
0: Pistol Pete gets his hands on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's go.
1: I mean, I think it 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 proves a lot where Atkins' head's at. I mean, he got the best arm on the market uh, for reliever. So I mean, I'm expecting another big chip. I'm trying to think.
0: I, I'm trying to about to fall. If the Toronto Blue Jays get Lane Thomas, I will buy a Ross Atkins Blue Jays jersey. Are people that in on Lane Thomas, actually? I mean, listen, I tweeted this. I I can't watch Espanol and Biggio anymore, Avery. I can't. Yeah. I can't watch these guys.
2: I think we have guys who can take their spots in the mind. But
0: they're not calling these dudes up. I know. Like, like Davis Schneider, what more does Davis Schneider have to do? What more does mm-hmm. fucking Spencer Horwitz have to do? Like, what more do these guys have to do? And anyways, when they get called up, it doesn't even matter because Schneider doesn't even fucking play them. Yeah, So Schneider, it's like a waste. Schneider's just, I mean. That he's guy's fucking guys. brain dead, that guy. He really is. He's so dumb. I like the guy, but he's just so, like, you can't let guys get their feet wet when you play them, like, once every fucking like Nathan Lucas, I mean, Calvin Biggio, obviously, too. I know he struggled, but Calvin Biggio getting like one at bat in the last week or whatever it was. And then you pinch hit him in like one of the biggest situations mm-hmm. of the entire weekend the extra innings. Like, I don't know, man. It's just such a weird and Brandon Belt was on the bench there. You know, it's like it's just, it's a weird way of managing. Um, I wouldn't be mad if the Blue Jays didn't get a bat. Do I want them to get a bat? Obviously. Uh, but there's guys that could fill those holes like Addison Barger. Um Horwitz, Davis Schneider, all these guys. So it's not like the end of the world. The Toronto Blue Jays don't get a bat, right, Dave? No, it's really not the end of the world. Would be nice,
2: um, to just a bat another one again to change things around. But I, I'm not
0: disappointed if they don't get a bat because there's not I, much left on the market. Like Cody Bellinger doesn't want it's not gonna get traded, obviously. Randall Gritchick's gone to the Angels, who are just creating the most mid lineup in the I cannot baseball. believe what the Angels are doing. The Angels, <laughs> this is such classic
1: Angels, they're gonna try and trade for everyone and then miss the playoffs and yes. just fuck themselves
0: over. And, and it's gonna be the funniest oh, thing. Johnny up.
2: couldn't make it a full episode without putting
0: hat. I on. need a hat. I need a hat. Um, but anyways, dude, what I was saying was with that, is like, listen, there is potential bats down there that can't fix it for you and can take mm-hmm. the bats out of espinal and biggio's hands i just i can't watch espinal and biggio hit anymore i can't it's just it's such a black hole at the bottom of the line it pisses me off but whatever man let's go into the let's go into the series let's Go to the games um so matt chapman is just the manager of the toronto blue jays now right <laughs> is that <laughs> and you know it's like so obviously There might be, I don't know if there's fucking tension between the manager and the Blue Jays player, stuff like that, but these players see the bad management moves just like we do, okay? That stuff boils them in, boils into their locker room, it boils into their stuff, they see the moves, they have to answer questions for the moves, all that type of stuff. So, I'm sure Matt Chapman has seen some of the dumb shit that John Schneider did this this week, and he's like, why are we throwing to Otani? Why? And just, and he, Otani did nothing the rest of the week. I mean, a couple doubles and a single didn't do any damage though. Didn't get like, didn't, didn't win baseball games for the Los Angeles angels. Where are you at though? With that on, with that Avery, where a guy like Matt Chapman, who's not really seemed to be like that outspoken goes out of his way to rip into his manager about pitching to a guy. I thought it was star shit. I really did.
2: I loved it, but I was kind of confused as to who he was going at. Um, because Jano's catching is he getting signs from someone one I'd probably go after Pete Walker next because he's the one like yeah we yeah. want to get this mm-hmm. guy and John Schneider's probably the third in command I would like talk to I don't know if Jan I don't think Jano gets pitches called to him or relayed to him as well so it's it's fine I understand but I think John Schneider in the moment was like well, like why are you talking to me about this potentially yeah. um i love to see those guys fired up because you know they fucking there. they're living it they see it in front of them those guys aren't idiots maybe a couple of them are but like obviously chapman thinks the game well and he w- he was right He's
0: like no one else on the team fucking is besides Which is like the most true statement yeah on the plan like literally yeah, tra-
2: cabbage fucking playing baseball for this team like um, they
0: are so bad that they Andrew Velasquez bunted. they are so bad that they bunted with first and second and one out to go second and third with two outs which immediately led to an out after yeah. like that's how stupid they are they suck they suck like they're just the most unserious team ever they have like a 9% chance to make the playoffs I saw on fan graphs, something like that they're just an unserious team that's what they are they're an unserious team but Kevin Gossman though I mean he's insane besides that pitch he threw to Otani by the way that pitch he threw to Otani that got launched couldn't have been more middle middle. It was the most middle pitch I've ever seen in my life. Ohtani- sound, it sounded like gunfire coming off of his bat. Oh. I thought
2: Otani would launch off Manoa. Um Manoa just hit him instead, but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of cool to see big players do big stuff who I who you don't hate. It's like when Aaron Judge comes to Toronto and launches ten home runs. I fucking hate it makes my blood boil. But, but Ohtani- it's but Otani does it, and the rest of the team is helpless. It's like, oh, it's kind of cute. Like, nice home run, Otani. You, like, you're the best player in baseball. It's nice to see. Um, it's okay, yeah. It's when it leads to a win, you're happy to. You're fine to see things. And like
0: that was that. their only run. Right after Gosman said, "This is the only guy that can't hit." Jays pitched around Otani, didn't score a run the entire rest of the game.
2: Otani must have been frustrated. Like, I don't watch enough um, Angels. I don't know how often he gets intentionally walked. I guess we can just look up those numbers, but. It was awesome. Anytime, run around second. Otani, you're just on. You're on first
0: base. Yeah, just do don't mean? even. Just don't even bring your bat. Just go <laughs> right the fuck to first base. Gossman, six innings, five hits, one run, and then the the, the rock star shit thing about Matty Chapsticks was after he just filled John Schneider's ear with how much he hates the decision to throw to Otani. He hits an absolute moon yes, bomb. That was inning. that was one of the coolest parts. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like he was just like you watch watch this shit. Middle, little middle in off of Giolito. Giolito knew that shit was gone right when he threw that pitch. You could see Giolito throw it. choppy. if it's low, Matt Chapman is going to launch it if it is a low pitch. If it is high, 91, no. No chance he's even sniffing that fastball. But low, he's he's sending that shit to Mars. Mashes it. Jays tie the game. Gossman just carved the rest of the game. Didn't have his best stuff, obviously. But that
2: That one inning, what was it? His seventh inning? That almost got disastrous, right? When they loaded the bases, and then who was it who came in? Swanee. Eric
0: Swanny. Eric Swanny, our guy. The Swanson
2: bounce back in that inning, especially Bed after fit. what he did at Dodger Stadium. Bed families, it's like it's immediate. It's like okay, Eric Swanson's back. The Dodger Stadium thing, maybe not a one off, but yeah. we know what we've seen Eric Swanson pitch for multiple months now. He's not that Dodger Stadium guy.
0: That's what he does, and that was mm-hmm. fucking huge, man. And that was off a couple with a couple days rest too. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just you need that's why you have to add to the bullpen. Maybe I was wrong in tripping the guys that say out of the bullpen, because it, it it showed proven, obviously. The, the bullpen
2: it, pieces are were, are good. Like n- no problems with that. It's yeah. just
0: the over how overworked they are. Exactly. Is why you need is why you needed the help. Exactly. And Eric Swanson comes in, one inning, two punches with the bases loaded because Gossman loaded them up. Tim Meza goes the next inning, two punchies again. Romano gets injured, which we will talk about in a second here. But the one guy that continues to just every single goddamn game flourish, Whit Merrifield. (laughs) Like, that ball he hit out was 100, Avery. It was 100 middle in, and he, like, he, I don't know if it's just, his swing is just so, like, simple that it just, the ball just travels off his back. I don't know what it is, but he shot on that 100-mile-an-hour fastball, and it he's insane. I don't know where this team would be without this guy, man. He's fucking crazy. Could you imagine having to play Espinal or Biggio every single day instead of Whit the difference in numbers? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that,
0: that would be a nightmare. <laughs> Whit,
2: we said this when when he got acquired last year. He is someone who needs to play every day. He's proven it for fucking forever. Let that guy play every day. He's gonna be close to the league lead and hits when he does that. Um, he's a super, super good player. Um, whether it's whether it's playing left field or playing second base, he can help this team. And the stolen bases from him as well. Like he's a three over three hundred guy. Witt has been. And then we need you needed George Springer out of the five hole, and obviously he didn't do shit on Friday. But with Merrifield, three fucking hits. He like, does. It? And then Jano hits another home run. I love watching Jano home runs, just going down to get it. That guy's fucking gritty. That's why he everyone loves Jano, man. Seeing him pull fly balls. Everyone listen to Jano. Fuck Guillermo Martinez. Hire Jano as the Apparently,
0: coach. this is what Luflo told me, and I think he's okay with me saying this. Every day they have a they have a coach's meeting with the players, right? Like a hitter meeting, go over it. Apparently, Jano walks up, dipping mouth, a coffee cup, looks at the hitting board, he says, What are what am I gonna do today, boys? pull the fucking baseball, and then just <laughs> walks away. He is the greatest fucking guy on the planet, and that is the most Jano story ever. Apparently him and uh, Luplo golfed on Thursday with Wit at Paintbrush, Devil's Paintbrush, which is an insane course, by the yeah. way. Like, Luplo showed me videos of it. like He obviously loves it. And uh, apparently like, they were just shooting the shit about the Gate 14 boys, like <laughs> it, it, Jano and uh, Luplo. Um, hopefully, what felt a little bit left out there, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, he just tells me like Jana walks in, cut off shirt, looks at the board, and says, "Yep, I'm gonna pull the baseball today." <laughs> All time, man, it's just he's the he's the best. But his he, he's the clutches hitter, and I think someone tweeted that he was on like a hundred sixty two game pace, like thirty plus home runs. Avery, did someone tweet that, or was that you tweet? Who tweeted that?
2: No, I didn't tweet that. I um, who tweeted that? I mean, that would have to be over a span because he's not on a. 162 game yeah like if you took his probably like last two week span and put it over 162 you might get that because he's hit a bunch of home runs
0: last two weeks yeah no exactly he's awesome i mean we gotta talk about going into that game and we gotta talk about george springer he is i I gotta pull up the actual stats here i I, me and randa went over his stats um (laughs) i'm pretty sure avery i this isn't like and listen, I know he's obviously going to figure it out, all right? George, George Springer is George Springer at the end of the day. He is 0 for his last 27, Avery.
1: Holy fuck. Eight today for he, his had, last today he hit
0: the ball well. Well, he did hit the ball well today, sure. But I know he's like in a drought right now, but he is 0 for his last 27, 8 for his last 60, 28 for his last 124. And I know, obviously, he's going to figure this out, but this is a guy you paid $150 million fucking dollars for, Right. Like
2: yeah, You didn't pay for a 701 OPS.
0: And people on Twitter are talking like Mike Wilner talking like, oh, he's starting to show glimpses of figuring out. He is not a call-up. He is George fucking Springer. If a guy is 8 for 60, 0 for 27, you have to start having the conversations like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's getting paid $150 million. He's going to figure it out. He's one of the best hitters that Jay's acquired in free agency, which started the steamrolling of all everyone signing here. But this has been embarrassing to watch, Avery. Like these at bats are unserious. He's striking out at an unhealthy rate. He's he, or or he'll ground out into a double play with, with runners in scoring position. I don't know what you do. You keep moving him down in the lineup. Like what do you do with this guy, Abe? Because Witten Merrifield is the is the leadoff hitter now. That's plain and simple.
2: Yeah. Till till George comes back, I have a suggestion. And It might have to do with eyesight. Okay. Or he, he shaves. He hits two twenty six at night. 280 in the day. Whoa. Might might just be numbers, <laughs> but something could something could be going on. He the Kevin Kiermeyer glasses, maybe? Uh, prescription change.
0: We gotta get that into the Blue Jays clubhouse. 50, maybe there's something wrong with no the glasses guy.
2: Fifty point difference in their OPS between day and night games. He does wow. have he does have uh 80 more plate appearances at nighttime but still God, day games against the righty he can't hit lefties worth a shit this year it's insane. Uh, well no one on the team can to be no, honest he has to be fair. 205 against lefties this season. Yeah, it's that's crazy. the kryptonite. Luckily the
0: Orioles don't have any lefties though. So playing chess. <laughs> no lefties <laughs> there. But let's go into Saturday's game man and uh the best thing about Saturday's game is just it's so cool to see Alejandro Kirk back. Oh, like
2: just, those little dinkers over the fence that just because I was
0: up. I was down the baseline. So I I would see these home runs and they would just like he would swing his bat like you know how he does it where he doesn't use his back foot pretty much like he doesn't squash the bug like the traditional way. And you just see this ball just continue to just barely just barely 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 <laughs> get over that fence. And then you just see him rounding and round first. It's the best. Alejandro Kirk home runs are my favorite because one, they're kind of rare, and two, it's just the best to watch Thick Jesus cook. It was all time, man. What a game! That was the Thick Jesus game heard around the world.
2: He, the second one was a moonball, he launched
0: yes. that thing. Yeah, the first was... one wasn't even close, like that was just <laughs> barely over.
2: Yeah, it's like uh, the old before the renovations, when you would sneak it over the fence and it would go down into that black hole. Yes. Just the yes. little concourse area. He did that again with the new ones just to left. And then he launched a ball 407 uh, in the second deck. I thought it was going to get foul. I love when Alejandro Kirk hits because it must be so frustrating for the other team. It's like, how is this guy, the guy beating us out of everyone here? Um, So Kirk heats up. Like our two catchers again, we said it all off season. Two of the best catchers of baseball going together. We get that type of production again. This team's going to fucking keep cooking, dude. Insane. And then
0: obviously, we got to talk about Manoa. I, Manoa looked good, man. Um, Obviously, a little bit wild. Only two walks, a hit by or two hit by pitches, which is what he does every single appearance. And then he just almost committed murder on Taylor Ward, which was very scary. That was insane. But, again, going into the bullpen, Manoa goes four clean in the fifth inning. He gets an out, walks the bases loaded, hits Taylor Ward. Henny Cabrera comes in in a two-to-one baseball game. Bases loaded, uh, one out, and what does he do? Light work. Back-to-back outs from Henny. Anything is possible. That's what I'm talking about with the bullpen. That's a guy you. I'm so happy he's here and picked it up. Avery, where are you at though with Manoa? Because obviously he's still showing glimpses of where he's really wild and he's walking guys and he's giving up hard contact. But then he also is like turning into like a strikeout guy. I mean, he had six strikeouts in four innings. I mean, that's a little bit different than what he was last year, if I remember correctly. So I don't know where I'm at with him right now. It's like a weird, it's like a weird thing to gauge if he's good again or back uh, again. or
2: It feels like his batting average on balls in play luck has shifted completely. Like, as he was getting no luck before, I feel like he's been getting a ton of luck. And then, yeah, it's just not. Okay, so batting average on balls in play has been low. So Detroit, 333. San Diego, 167. Seattle, 167. And then there's 364 um, again today. Like, his xFIP from the game, 622, even though he had an ERA of 208 in the game. um. I'm not. I don't think that much has changed. He's playing with fire, man. He's playing with fire. That's what he's doing. Like, let's look at his last three starts: three innings, five and a third, four and a third, three walks, four
0: walks, five walks. Not great. But and you know what? His next his next start is going to be against the Boston Red Sox at Fenway. It's that's nightmare. I don't.
2: I'm not feeling great about the back end of the rotation right now. Ryu and Manoa six man we lose a reliever yeah and we're getting no length from one or two of those guys um I don't know what I would do but I'm I'm nervous about the whole six man rotation thing yeah I think Ryu can be fine but
0: I hate the thought of losing a reliever with Alex especially Manoa. for Alec Manoa yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's not great I mean Another guy. I mean, like I said, I can't watch him hit anymore. He proved me wrong just for one at bat. Santiago Espinal hit his second home run of the season, first off a left a lefty in a very, very long time. Um, that was a good. That was good from him, obviously, to take the lead. Just like that's when you know this team's firing on all cylinders. When the guys that you would never expect to hit home runs and contribute are the guys contributing. For example, Kirk, who's been struggling all year, Espinal um and all those type of guys so obviously Whit merrifield contributed again that game as well but that henny cabrera appearance was a legacy appearance bases loaded you're up one one out against like a decent part of the order i forgot who he faced um but on a legacy game that's what that was that was a legacy game from henny cabrera and you could tell this dude's comfortable now because he is throwing that as yj says throwing the pill with authority yeah he's buzzing um so Anything is possible, man. I, I love this guy. I can't get enough of this guy. I'm actually contemplating getting his jersey. I don't know how much control he has left, though. I don't know if that's <laughs> next year or whatever. I don't know what it's going to be. But Johnny Toronto never worried about years of control. I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah. Doctor and years. Doctor, years of control. Um, Yeah. But that was an awesome game, man. I mean, bullpen figured it out. Trevor Richards, 1.1 inning. He faced four hitters, four strikeouts. He's insane. <laughs> yeah. The big. bases loaded
2: mickey Moniak strikeout right
0: yep silver fox i mean his era is 304 uh with a point with a 1.16 whip he's a guy that is going to be impossible to like not give him high leverage uh opportunities right like you have to give it give it to this guy now he's
2: earned it yeah this bullpen's kind of made for for a long october run um like this team could do a bullpen game and it would be better than starting
0: potentially two of their starters. I think for point. sure. But the thing is, like this the shitty thing is, and you're talking about postseason runs, if this team could hit with runners scoring position, then this would be the most insane team ever. Yeah, the the meme of the next world, like if the blue jays
2: could hit with runners in scoring position, flying cars and stuff. That's yeah that's what would be going on.
0: It'd be the them and game. the angels
2: today were just going back and forth as to who wanted to score less runs with runners in scoring position. And our game today was so winnable, Ave so I, winnable it was yeah 100 so but Jimmy the angels the angels also were bad it was it was both ways of teams trying to hand each other the game
0: and just didn't didn't work for sure for sure let's go into let's go into i mean obviously we talked about it uh, i hope taylor ward by the way is doing okay that was fucking mm-hmm. scary bro i mean that was that, you never want to see that shit, dude. That was fucked. I couldn't believe it. We were close to it, too. So we heard it. Like, we heard it hit his face, and I was like, what? That, it was just, uh, gross even thinking about it, man. It really was. It was fucked. Done for the year, sadly. Is he? Really? Yeah. Wow. Like All today. right. So let's, let's go into today's game. Jose Barrios is a freak, man. He battled. He didn't He battled. A- he did not have anything near his best shit today. Like, not even in the same stratosphere. He battled today, man. Can the we talk about this? bullshit fucking start time too what the hell 1205 the cock on the cock um i i don't actually i kind of liked it game ends a little bit earlier have more time in your day to do whatever um i actually didn't hate it i didn't hate 12 o'clock start time i'll say it i, I didn't hate it.
2: it i'm i'm used to th- seven three and one on the weekends when they're at home so as soon as i saw 1205 thrown off a little bit um yeah. but it, he he battled man that was a really good Performance from him gave them a chance again, and yeah, I, what can you say about this game other than just just a wasted opportunity to sweep, gain some ground again?
0: Pretty disappointing, especially with the especially with the Astros losing today. Could have you could have jumped them in the standings. The Sox lost too. Red Sox losing as well. You could have jumped all these teams in the standings and had that opportunity, and you fucked it. Um, but you still won a series though. Right, If you're playing 666 winning percentage baseball the rest of the year, this is going to be a problem. So I'll take that 10 times out of 10. But, I mean, the bullpen again. Genesis Cabrera, no runs. Jay Jackson, no runs. Tim Meza, no runs. And then we throw Jimmy Garcia three days in a row. What the fuck, Avery? <laughs> like who? Nate Pearson he- couldn't have been available? I mean, he pitched only once, Nate.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. He had to have said he was good to go. Um, that's the only way they would have they would have put him out there, right?
0: I just don't get it. I don't get it. Okay, so let's obviously. But the whatever. thing that
2: the thing that surprised me today was Dalton Varsho started hitting.
0: Yeah, pulling the ball too. Like hard hit balls. Pulling two, hard hit balls. Two doubles, man. Fucking right. If, and then some good get, base running if, after that. If he could get going, holy shit. He's I mean, they've kind of flip-flopped him in Merrifield. I mean, he's like the nine-hole hitter now on this team, Dalton Varsho. And by the way, the Lordis Gurriel truthers out there that were coming in in full force in our DMs and comments section, he's hitting 140 since May. So are, are you guys enjoying that? Everyone sucks in that trade. Everyone. <laughs> it's, it's the most mid-trade. Besi- and the only winner or positive about this trade is, is how good Varsha was defensively, which gives the Jays the win, clearly. Because this Lourdes is, an, is ass right now. <laughs> so is, I mean, Moreno's ass too. He's a backup on the fucking team. So terrible trade. Um, Maybe we'll see what happens. Oh, if our show starts going here, then we'll start saying the Jays, Ross Atkins fleece. But if there's one guy, if there's one guy on this big league roster, I'll both you guys answer this. If there's one guy right now in like, not the everyday lineup, but on the bench or all that type of stuff that gets traded by our next episode, who do you think it's going to be? Nate.
1: Wow yeah man i'd go so they have to be on the roster like right now
0: yeah like playing every day with not playing every day but like in the lineup or whatever like like on the three
1: options you could get or yeah i think nate's a good one i think people would want nate like i think people still see like there's still value there and i think if the jays were smart i think you you use them as a piece like I just like don't see where Nate is gonna really like he's never gonna be, I don't think, uh setup man or closer for the Blue Jays. And I bet you Nate, deep down, still wants to try and be a starter.
0: I, I the thing with Nate is is he's kind of clogged. Like with how good this bullpen is, there's yeah. no one there. Mm-hmm. Like Swanee is really good, Romano's really good, Jordan Hicks is good Mm -hmm. um all these guys are way ahead of him on the depth chart there will never be a massive role for him on this team besides Mm -hmm. maybe like a middle inning guy when the jays are in a jam but that has been taken over by like trevor richards though and jay jackson and these guys so i do agree with that but i'm gonna say and i know there's probably not a lot of of value there maybe he doesn't get traded maybe dfa'd i say by the next episode that's santiago espinal is not on this team Cause you saw that, Abe, right? They're starting to put Dave. They're starting to put Horwitz at second in AAA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, see they're starting that. to play him at second base and stuff like that. So they are trying out these options, but I mm-hmm. think Espinal won't be on the team by the next podcast. The
2: I think the problem is um, Espinal and Biggio are just universally loved by everyone, and it's more mm-hmm. they're keeping them there because they're good clubhouse pieces. It's like Vlady said, Espinal's his best friend on the team, right? And everyone talks about. How good of a guy, Kevin is. He lives is. with Bo too, Espinal. I'm pretty sure. So, just like fuck. Obviously, it's a business, but that that seems to be what's keeping them there at this point. Because yeah, I do think there is better options. Kevin bijio you're barely fucking playing him too.
1: <laughs> so Biggio is just somehow.
0: He's just there. The he's really right. just there. He's like the designated mm-hmm. pinch runner in like yes. the slow pitch league when like the someone with like a, had a leg injury doesn't want to run. They put bijio on the bases. I don't even know if we we've looked into like is Bigio actually considered
1: fast by metrics? Oh, I don't think so, but he's just faster than Kirk,
2: um. So that's why he did runs for him every time. Like I'm sure I was gonna what... say like I don't. It's just wild. Uh, his sprint seventy fifth percentile sprint speed. Okay, that's better than I thought actually. Uh, yeah, but like he's a bad defender as of these metrics um.
1: <laughs>
0: he doesn't do really that much well he's just the most mid player like the angels probably trade for him um mm-hmm. yeah that, the, royals what... Big- they, oh, the royals will love oh the royals
2: just traded nicky lopez they're gonna get Cavan biggio
0: yep they need they need that rule they need that they need that role uh split in there they need that guy going i we'll see man i'm excited for this trade deadline stuff i don't know what we'll be doing maybe i'll like hop on maybe we'll do a uh a live stream, maybe. Game uh, game we'll game do an emergency? emergency press conference or emergency uh, okay. pod. Okay, emergency pod. Okay. Um. Yeah. Emergency but,
1: pod. But, <laughs> calling an emergency pod before an emergency happened. Yeah. Yes. We'll see if, if they
0: make a significant move. If they don't, then whatever. We won't do. I'll, that be, at the, I'll be at the itself. game Tuesday, but once I get back and there's yeah, moves made. I'll be at the game Wednesday uh, with yeah. you. Actually, sorry. Um. But yeah. Anyways, let's go into. Uh, like, let's go into the trade deadline stuff. Obviously, that's just a little snippet of it here. I mean, who's on the wish list right now for the boys? Obviously, I said Lane Thomas. I'm not quite sure he's available. I'm I'm seeing uh Jays are starting to kick tires on Tommy Fam. Obviously, I think Tommy Fam's the highest reality, uh, like the, the most realistic option for this team, especially with like a Leo Jimenez you could trade from the minors, all those type of guys for Tommy Fam. I think tommy fam or mark will be a toronto blue jay by tuesday okay i don't think we get anyone really really
2: yeah i don't know i don't know where we're at i think we can promote from within and just get the spark as well tommy fam noted one of the worst guys in baseball is he not yeah, that's what Taylor Greer. Err, uh, fuck. I just outed the guy.
0: Um, yeah, no, sorry. That's You've been yeah. outing everyone recently. <laughs> fuck.
2: Um, yeah, no, uh, no, but that's just known.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Tommy
2: fam's not a great clubhouse guy.
1: Yeah, that's that was a when I saw that news pop up, it was kind of like, what the
0: I'd fuck? rather Mark Hanna more, obviously, yeah, and it's Mark more Hanna a cheap a option. Uh-huh. Um, I don't care about Tommy Fam on this team, to be honest with you. I just think. The analytic nerds love it because he's been he's doing really well. he's yeah, a good he's player. A good,
1: he's a good player, but yeah, I would like Tommy pretty- Fam. In a little bit, kind of reminds me
0: of Ben Revere. <laughs> we got him. Ben Revere is fast, and I I don't know,
2: uh, <laughs> not player wise, but just a little little shot. I, I wouldn't okay.
0: hate it. I listen, Tommy Fam. We makes need a this piece like he makes this okay. Because listen, right, you play Tommy Fam, okay. You put him in left, then Witt is at second every single mm-hmm. day, and you platoon like Tommy Pham and Dalton Varsho in left field. This lineup is so much fucking better because then you don't have to play Cavan or Espinal, and then Witt plays second base every single day. It is mm-hmm. way it does make this team better significantly yeah. better.
2: Hundred percent, it makes the team better. I just don't yeah.
0: think it's going to happen. Okay, no, no, there's so there's no one. No, no, th- th- you think Ross is done? I don't think he's maybe even close it's. To being done. I, th-
2: I think it's crazy, but maybe even a starter somehow.
1: I don't know. I think I, them, I think them trading for a lever might squash that.
2: But it's like, how can you be comfortable with
1: it, Ma- Definitely not comfortable with Manoa. I'll tell you that right
2: now. Manoa and potentially Ryu. You have no idea what you're going to get with Ryu if you. Don't prepare for Ryu being really bad. This team is fucked with a fifth guy, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. What if Ryu yeah. just shoves though? Then this is all perfect. <laughs> like, thank God, <laughs> he just carves the Orioles six scoreless. I will go bananas. Yeah. Um. If he does that, so we'll see what happens there with that. But any listener questions before we break down the Orioles series?
2: Yeah, we got a we got a bunch. Um. Someone wants to know, why not pick up Merrifield's option next year? It is a bit pricey, but the guy's performing, so pay him. Um, Some people around the league saying he'll be gone next year, which he doesn't understand why. I don't think he's an $18 million player when he's about to be 35. Very, very good player, but that's a fucking hefty price tag on with Merrifield for next year when you yeah. have Addison Barger coming out.
1: Yeah, his his contract was structured – uh i think the first year so that year we traded for him he was getting paid like 12 or something and then this year or i think it was this year there was, was the
2: two low years jump. and then next yeah, two
1: year's. low years and then it like really jumped and then the option uh of the 18 mil. i mean that's a lot of money I, I don't know i don't think he'd get that on the market
0: that's... Uh, they're not i mean who are we kidding they're not going to take that option mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah They're not going to pay him $18 million, an aging guy. I mean, obviously, do I want him here? Fuck yeah. Obviously, he's a freak. He's been maybe the best hitter on this team, actually. I don't know if the stats back that up, but I'm pretty sure he's been at least one of the best hitters on the team. He's going to lead the team in hits besides Bo Bichette, obviously. So it would make sense to do it. But $18 million for an aging utility guy doesn't make sense right now. I don't think they do it. As much as I love him, I don't think they
2: will. No, that's why you have prospects. Like yeah, Bart Bart should be ready by, yeah. by next year. All right, A few episodes ago we made the ultimate Jays pitcher with their pitch arsenal, the uh, Richards changeup, Goslin splitter. Now let's make the worst Toronto Blue Jays pitcher with the pitch arsenal, Alec Manoa control. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Adam Simbers velocity don-
0: Adam. <laughs> Alec Manoa control, Adam Simbers velocity. We need to add an off speed. Who has some bad off speed pitches? Jimmy um, Garcia, Alec, Man-
2: Alec Manoa, Adam Simber are at the top of this. Um,
0: it has to be someone else. Thomas Hatch. Okay, and Tom- then I know Thomas Mackie. Hatch mentality. Thomas meant mindset. And whose swag goes at the bottom? Tim Mesa. Sorry, Tim Meza doesn't have good <laughs> Mesa or yeah. to be honest, Jordy. Yeah, Jordy doesn't really dress well either. Um, I, but Jordy's They're a little bit more. But Jordy's got that. I would probably say Tim Mays is the worst dressed, though.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Tim I Mays had... is the only guy to have the, the ERA he has and still wonder if he's shit. You know? Like... <laughs> That's a good <laughs> that's a good point he's not no, that's a he's good not point. shit but like
2: sometimes you just like but, like yeah
1: in the back of your head you still have like a little bit of thought of like this guy sucks oh, but yeah. he doesn't suck
2: all right uh we have kirk memes in here and he wants um johnny and me to give our butt best buck martinez impression The <laughs> oscar man <laughs> hey, oscar there's one he would always do that pissing me off. He'd go Freddie Galvis. He would just say <laughs> Freddie Galvez's fucking name wrong every time. It made me so frustrated. And that's the only Buck Martinez thing that get a
0: ball, get a ball, get a ball. Home run. Say Oscar <laughs> Nandez.
2: Oscar Nandez. Oh man, I was I was listening to the games for the first time in a while, and uh, he... it
0: is better. It is.
2: No, it's not better. because I Buck's like listening on... to the games. Oh. uh no, I was like, I was just watched them on TV. Oh, oh, I thought you said them on the radio because I never watched them with sound when I'm on stream because I don't yeah, have yeah, speakers yeah. in my monitor. Um, so yeah, hearing like right away, it's like Dan Shulman and then Buck talking about home runs to start the broadcast. Like, fuck, I don't want to hear this from Buck <laughs> this early, man. Yeah. All right,
0: Star wants to know go to drunk food for the guys. Don's, I just fucking love Don's. I, I'm not. I. Dawn's is a decent drunk food for sure. I'd probably say mine is maybe like a, a, a nice slice of pizza, man. True, drunk pizza goes nuts. Like pizza especially when it's like from the pre. You like you guys ordered a pizza, or whatever. We don't eat the entire. You don't finish the pizza, so you just um. You you go to the bar. You come back. The pizza's still there on the counter, just waiting for you. All the boys are. It's waiting for all the boys. I think pizza is undefeated after. Jerry, you'll
1: yeah,
2: eat anything,
0: can... eh?
1: Yeah, I mean, shawarma is good. There's a lot of good shit. Shawarma, just...
0: shawarma is great. You got a problem shwarma with that, Johnny? Is... I, I I just have bad memories from uh, your brother's apartment puking shawarma <laughs> after we had osmos. After I had, we went out with luflu. We, we did go to,
1: we did go to osmos that day. Uh, yeah, but like, if you're at a level of drunkness where like you're gonna feel like shit, whatever you eat. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. No, that's In a good In your point. head,
1: it's a great idea, but then you eat it and you're like, holy fuck, I feel like yakking.
0: That's a good point.
2: Uh, what does Kevin Biggio offer other than mid tier speed? Um, we just went over this. Sex. He's he, a sex lover He's uh Vibes must be good. Yeah, vibes. he's a good teammate.
0: Lupo said everyone loves him. Lupo said that. He's vibes guy, man.
2: Yeah. Um. Someone's worried about six man rotation. We kind of went over that. Rank possible trade targets. We kind of went over that. Um, do you think any of the huge names are going to be moved? No. I don't think so. Um, what game show or reality show do you think you could win?
0: Oh. I think I could easily win The Bachelor. The <laughs> Bachelorette. sorry. I could easily win The Bachelorette. I'd put on a mm-hmm. clinic. Um, I'd alpha the shit out of the guys there. Uh, <laughs> I would just be the common man. I'd be like the sweetheart. And listen... My strategy, if I was on the bachelorette, if I was on the bachelorette, my strategy wouldn't be to win the bachelorette. It would be to become the heartthrob to become the next bachelor. So then I get to pick from 20 women. That that would be my goal. Because your goal should never be to win the bachelorette. The odds are so much smaller. Your goal Mm -hmm. should be but that's... you gotta get like top five though to get that yeah role. yeah that should be easier than winning obviously i'm saying yeah. your goal should be to be the next bachelor not to win mm. the bachelorette you're not there for those reasons it's bad reasons but that's what you should be there for i think i'd win the bachelor bachelorette Geez. with ease
2: yeah you're you're just on the bachelorette for fucking instagram followers mm-hmm.
0: dude well i don't have an instagram but yeah
2: yeah uh big brother for me
0: big think brother I, yeah
2: yeah Really? It's like, it's like the only reality show I ever watched.
1: That's the one show I just never got into.
2: I actually kind of liked it for a little bit, and then I don't care. I, I don't watch a ton of that shit, um, but uh, I would just get super high, and me and my brother watch Too Hot to Handle sometimes. That show, that's a good show. Is that that another, show should is not be that one be as, you would win? No, I would never win that because I'd never get on it, but um, they're just, it's just so funny. They're so stupid. I love it. It's kind of yeah, like they're,
1: they're so dumb. <laughs> they are pretty I, dumb. I think I told you guys I saw one of the guys that was on that show at Harry Jowsey. No, it's some other guy He boxes now. I forget his name, but he was in front of me getting Costco slice of pizza. It's like this is not. Guy. He must not
0: be doing that well then, huh? No, no.
1: Um, I would say The Apprentice. Oh <laughs> my
0: god. <laughs> you're fired you're (laughs) fired just Um, jr
1: and the apprentice just ready to go um yeah i'd go to the apprentice
2: um someone wants uh, probably me to explain what fip is feeling independent pitching it basically just takes strikeouts walks hit by pitches and home run and puts them on like an era scale so things Mm -hmm. that you pitchers can only control that's what fip is like you don't have to worry about batting average on balls in
1: play we we should host a a paywall analytics class with Ave and he (laughs) don't know that i don't know
2: that much (laughs) analytics like the actual (laughs) analytics people run fucking circles around my brain i'm like what is going on
1: yeah they got the systems
2: i can like figure out on a basic level where you can take good things from players and find out but people who are actually in the statistics they're they're crazy crazy smart um if you could trade one trade for one player from the 15 16 deadline for the twenty three squad, who would it be? Um that's the David Price deadline, is it not?
0: Yeah, it'd be David Price. It'd be David Price. Easily. Mm-hmm. Or, Easily
2: or LaTroy Hawkins. Oh, that was a bad Ooh. man too. I don't know. I just I he was just one of my favorite guys. I don't Jason know Grilly
0: I should... was also traded, I think, for that one or the year before that. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think. Yeah. too low.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fucking too low. Too low to play second base maybe.
0: Remember
1: when yeah. we were trying the fans were trying to get uh they're trying to get the chant down path and when it was like terrible to start, I remember. You didn't like too the clap of the start. hands
2: then too low. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not great. Terrible. <laughs> um what's our preference, local craft beer or mass produced beer? Mass produced beer. No no doubt in my mind. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it's going to have to be mass produced.
2: Um I was sitting behind Johnny <laughs> a few rows yesterday can you please explain why you're sitting down for the entire 7th inning stretch
0: <laughs> um i don't care for that shit uh if i've made that very clear i don't give a fuck about the theatrics of the game of baseball i mean i'm kind of a theater freak i guess technically with the way that i act that's an insane question. Yeah, I, yeah. He I saw I, he saw Johnny. Well, a lot of listeners
1: That's will say so that, and will look
0: at me and look, like when I, on the seventh seventh inning stretch when I'm sitting down, like they'll just be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Um, you yeah, I don't stand care. up, man. Just I just don't care for it. I don't. I, the only thing I stand up for is the fucking flag, bro. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's definitely something I got to work on. It's my pet. It's probably a pet peeve of our listeners when they see their hero uh sitting down. <laughs> Stop. During the seventh inning stretch. And I did I do know who this is uh that is talking about this because he did immediately turn around and It was like he did the, the courtesy thing where he pretends he's looking behind, where he's like gonna look into like the stands, or something like that, but he's actually like looking at me and probably <laughs> just like, What the fuck are you doing? So yeah, yeah, that's something that I have to be addressed. I will on Wednesday with Avery, I will stand up for the seventh inning stretch. You have my word. Okay, that's big of you.
2: Uh with the rays and Orioles being so good already and still have elite farms. Should the Jays trade every Prospect on the planet for a two-year push.
0: <laughs> yeah, they really should. That's what I would do. Jackson Holiday's hitting like 340. Um, and they're saying like it's not out of the picture. They're not gonna like say it's out of the picture for him to get called up to the show.
2: Oh my god, that makes me sick. <laughs> um, how many more years do you think the Jays
0: will be good for? If they can lock up Vladdy and Bo, I think they'll be good for a decent amount of time because then they could just mm-hmm. build around them. I'm in the same spot with that. Yeah. I don't think they're in it with those two
2: guys on the team. They're in a win always type mode, and we have the money to spend. I, this team should be good, especially for
0: a with all the older guys here short term, like Gossman will be gone in two years or three years. Bassett will be gone in two years, three years. So there's going to be a lot of money freed up once you sign Bo and Vladdy to be able to sign all free agents or whatever like that. So it's not going to be out of the question that this team's going to be good for a decent amount of time.
2: And this team is being built by free agents, not really prospects, which so. is
0: fine. That's what the that's what the Braves kind of do, right? Ah, uh,
2: well, they had a bunch of guys come up, and then they made some good deals as well, replacing yeah.
0: good players. Okay, yeah, that makes sense.
2: Uh, do you do we wish that we got Masataki, Yoshida instead of Varsho or Kiermaier? Um, how different don't, do you think the team would look? I don't think they would uh look that different. Now he's he's a guy who can hit. Pretty well, but um yeah, I'd always be sick to have him. He's a great player, but kind of happy with where we're at outfield defense wise. Um kind of bottom of the orders, let us down for some part of the year. Yeah. But but I'm fine. I'm kind of okay. For sure. Yeah. Is that it? Last one, how did Luplo and Johnny meet? I don't know if you've answered that here.
0: Uh it's a long story. Just through I D I DM'd him once with official official, like to come on the podcast. He answered. Uh then yeah, I had him on. So funny story, when I had Luplo on the podcast, um, on officially unofficial, that was the day that I pissed myself. So <laughs> before the Luplo interview, I was really fucking boozing and drinking and all that type of stuff. And in between the Luplo interview, if you could, if, I don't know if it's out there. Um, I had to take like three piss break breaks, take a piss. So, cause I could just kept drinking so I could make sure that I had liquid courage to piss myself on live. Um, so yeah, that was I had him on, became boys, started playing caught every night during COVID and stuff like that. Me him and Musgrove would play every night. And then uh yeah, we just came like me and him text every day. Uh literally one of my really good buddies. So, um Where how do him and Musgrove know each other? Well, just from Cali like they trained together in like San Diego. Um but yeah, no, he he's the best, bro. Oh no, sorry. Him and Musgrove know each other cuz they came up with the Pirates together. Okay. Like they played on the Pirates together. Sorry. When Luplo was there, Musgrove was there. Ah, I didn't know. Yeah.
2: That. Yeah. All right. Listener questions for today. That's All it. right.
0: So let's go into this. Let's go into the series and then have you guys. Let's have ourselves a little, uh, nice little August week here, folks. We're already in August. I still, well, can't it's, believe it's hell. Yet. It's hell week. It's hell weeks. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. It is hell week. Game one, Kyle Gibson versus Chris Bassett. Jays are favorites tomorrow. Game two, Kyle Bradish versus Hyunjin Ryu. The, the famous return of our king, the, the Korean king. Um, Grayson Rodriguez versus Kikuchi on Wednesday, the game that we'll be in the building for that game might have a million runs. I think, uh, and then Thursday, I don't think they announced the Thursday. Uh, I don't, I, I'm thinking it's probably going to be Gossman. Cause it'll be six days rest. I'm hoping it's Gossman going it I, Thursday.
2: I think it is, yeah.
0: Okay, so Gossman going Thursday against... I don't know who it's going to be for the Orioles. They haven't announced that yet. That's a little 307 start time game. Excited for that one as well.
2: Oh, really? Um, on Thursday, 307?
0: Yeah, 307. Um God sakes, man. Can't I'm pack gonna, a building at 307 on a Thursday. Yeah, a I mean, they do spot. pack them, though. They do pack. I mean, it was sold out last... Uh, was, was it? The, yeah. Good last 307 game. Man, against got, the, It was against the Padres.
2: We got to get people showing up for this week. It's a big... Big week to get uh, people in the Rogers Center against the O's. I'm
0: not going to get greedy. I'm going to say Jay split. I'm not Mm going to get greedy. I'm going to say the Jays split this series. 2-2.
2: The O's are a good hitting team against lefties. I think they beat our two lefties, and we split. What about you, JR?
0: I'm going
1: we win 3-1. I think we get revenge on the the Orioles this year. God,
0: I I might come close to saying the B word if they they win the series 3-1. Yep. That would be nice against a really good Orioles team, but then you have
2: to go to Fenway where we the demons are there. Oh
0: fuck! Mm. So
2: you shouldn't. So we shouldn't say the b word before Fenway because that.
0: Okay, okay. Let's do. Let's do a pat here. If the Jays go five and two over this week span against the Orioles, Red Sox, you say the b word. We can say the b word. Yeah, five and two. That's what it is. Five and two. If it's five hundred or anything below it, I'm not. Or four and three, three and four. Obviously, we won't be saying it. 5 and 2. That's when we get to say the B word. That's where we're at with it. But listen, pressure makes diamonds, folks, and this is not cutting time for the Toronto Blue Jays. You have a chance here to co- to come awfully close to winning the division or getting close to winning the division. You take you take t- 3 of 4 from the Orioles, you gain two games of ground, two games of ground, you're down you're 3 games behind of the division. If you win this, if you win 3 of 4, this is the biggest series of the year so far. It's not even close. The Jays just played a big series against the Angels. They gained a game of, uh, a game of ground against them. Now we got to keep going. Now we got to keep going. This is the biggest series of the year. And then it's kind of an easy schedule after this. And then we go into raise Yankees, raise Yankees in September, and worry about that. But this is the scariest stretch of schedule. This is make or break, man. Honestly, like this is really scary. To be honest with you, man. Yeah. Um, Red Sox are a good team. They obviously lost two or three to the Giants this weekend, but um, we're on to the Orioles right now. I'm scared for it. I'm nervous for it, but pressure makes diamonds. We will see you guys on stream tomorrow. I'll be there, obviously, grinding Orioles, Blue Jays. Uh, hopefully our boy Bassett carves these motherfuckers up because this is fun. I love watching games like this, man. Meaningful baseball. This is what we fucking play for. This is what we podcast for, folks. Let's have ourselves a week. Let's have ourselves in August. And uh, two months left of baseball here. Two months left of season baseball. So let's fucking go. JRA, April there's anything left for the people. No. Stupid. Love you guys. Love you guys.